And thank you for tuning in with us today for the Veterans Radio Network show. Uh, today, we have a great show for you. We have two guests to bring to you, and we want you to stay with us for the next half hour during this show. So you'll meet the guests in just a few minutes. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Shelly Harrison, and I'm with the National Veterans Chamber of Commerce, and we'd love to hear from you. So please subscribe. Uh, give us your questions. Feel free to, you know, ju just pose those in the in the comments section and we'll try and get those answered for you. Um, on our veterans show, we interview heroes in action, people that are doing good all over the world. And we appreciate the people that support us by watching, listening and sharing out the show. So be sure to share out the show if you get a chance. Uh, we're going to we're going to have some great guests today. Um, we want to thank our our team. Uh, we have our national team, which is uh, our executive director, who is Joseph Molina. And we want to give him a shout out for running the entire organization. And we have backstage, we have Jimmy Odong, who is our producer. We have my co-host, who is Dolly Rivera. So we share, you know, the different guests and, and come on the show. And we also have... Um, as far as Laura Torres, we want to say, Laura, she's kind of gone on to a different different uh, direction right now, we want, but we want to give her a shout out because she did, did a great job for the show. So thank you so much, Laura. We miss you. Um, let's welcome our audience, uh, our podcast audience, our live audience. And like I had mentioned, please subscribe. Make sure you let, let us know what your comments are because we definitely want to get those answered for you. Um, my first guest today is David Berkowitz, and he is the president of Autism Advocacy and Technology News Zone. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, David, uh, he is an Aspie dad and an Army vet who served in the Army from 1987 to 1996, honorably discharged. He is on a mission to advocate for autism and provides education going back to 2011, so that he's been doing this work for quite some time. He also conducts reviews and performs beta testing and has an online store. So let's welcome David Berkowitz. Well, hello there, there David. How are you? Hey, how, how are, are you? you? I, I'm oh, doing good, great. Good. We're happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Yeah. I'm happy to be yeah. Here. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. And David, where are you coming to us from? Oh, um, Henderson, Nevada. We're like a suburb of Las Vegas. Oh, I'm wow. actually a native, born and raised in Vegas. So my whole life almost 54 years. Oh my goodness. Wow. There's a lot of fun in, in Las Vegas and lots of lights and just so much entertainment. Oh, yeah. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's, it's a fun place to live hot too. I would imagine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So David, let's start with having you tell us a little bit about the technology news zone and what ignites you about, you know, the, the advocacy that you're doing today. Oh, um, well, part of it for um, my three kids are on the autism spectrum, and technically I'm Asperger's too, as well. My wife thinks I'm like Leonard on Big Bang Theory um, uh, uh, or Sheldon, but uh, Brainiac Techner. Uh, but um, yeah. I've uh, been wanting to help education in autism. By day, I'm in sales and marketing, and I figured, well, I might as well try to use some of my experience. Almost an MBA, I have a bachelor's of business, and then like one class, I have a master's. So I was trying to use it to help oh. education in autism. Um, never really got a lot of huge support in that I'm married with three kids but I'm being Asperger's not the most social person in the world so I wound up uh, mm -hmm. doing more on the like 
tech reviews and beta testing and products, but a lot of times we'll give stuff away to help causes. Uh, we've oh. done events for education, like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and high schools, and sometimes we'll give something to a robotics team. And we wouldn't mind sponsoring, and I'm not like Shark Tank without huge funding. So I'm like, if I could help startups or help school robotics teams or autism groups or whatever, I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. But we also like CES is press and things like that. You know, so we're online media to help education autism and veterans. Oh, that that is phenomenal work. And, you know, I want to also thank you for your service because, you know, you spent quite some time and, you know, we know that the whole family is involved and, and we appreciate your service and your commitment. So, you know, thank you for for, you know, just all your commitments and, and being in the in the army for for those years that you were. Thank you. And uh, we also want to give a shout out. We have a comment from one of my friends, Robert Garcia. Great content as usual. And he is also uh, a veteran. So shout out to you, Robert, for, for chiming in. We appreciate that. Um, so David, back to you. So um, you have a long career with the Army. And I, would you please share with us kind of one of those highlights that really resonates with you that, that you brought away from being in the Army? Oh, well, I was in the Army and the Army National Guard. Uh, once I got married, I was mostly Guard. But initially, it was Army and Army, and then I wanted being in the Guard for seven years. So I was in logistics and transportation. So yeah. I'm tall, like 6'2". So oh, tanks you are, are interesting. <laughs> yeah, so uh, mm -hmm. but when I was I was young, in my early 20s, I was going to be Army officer, but they never had a slot to be. Uh, George Bush Sr. cut federal funding in 91 when I was young. So I went, I'm not getting my commission listed. Um, uh, if I would have gone to war, I probably would have been commissioned, but it, oh. where I was, there were no spots. So I wanted to be in for the whole time. Because once you want to be an officer, like, then, then they, in the Guard, they're like, oh, you want to be an officer. We're not going to – getting promoted is harder when you they know you wanted to be an officer, not enlisted. So it was, yeah. it was interesting. But I was a specialist. I did do logistics for like four of the years, and then we did some uh, tanks and mortars and things like that after that. And then so yeah. I did some training as well. I'm a – like my wife says, like I'm Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. Um, so I did help train some of the new folks as well. I need some of the technical things like, you know, how to operate this and that, how to operate, you know, uh, tanks and things like that as well. And even you know, even though I was a cadet for a while, I did command uh, uh, when I was in training, a couple of the summer camps in the Guard actually was at like 22. I was commanding a, like a unit uh, during our summer training and other things. And then also I, I went to the when they had the Rodney King riots in LA, we were there um, to help yeah. out. And, but then we got a, activated to go to the first Iraq war, but then it ended so fast that we didn't go. We got our shots, we got sent to California for a month and then they sent us home. So we went through a lot yeah. of training, but I didn't get to go overseas. So hmm. at that point, so. Yeah, so, so how do you think your experience in the army helped you to you know, kind of go in the direction with the technology news zone? Oh, well, Haircut? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> short hair. I always had hair. I'm just kidding. Short hair. Um, well, the discipline and focus, and then also when you help people, you know, as well. Yeah. Um, and then on, then also um, since my kids are autistic, I've been trying to help yeah. as well. But the discipline really and the time, because I work full time as well in construction, also. So I really, mm -hmm. you know, you have to have time and focus and drive to be able to do it, I guess you'd say. Right. To, to really, you know, be able to have that time to focus. And, and I know we talked a little bit about your TikTok and congratulations on, I think you had 154,000 
downloads or views. So congratulations huge, yeah, on that. Good, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. I mean, and, you know, share a little bit of, you know, with us about what kind of content do you share on TikTok? So maybe if people want to oh. go watch, they can, they can follow oh, yeah. you. We're on YouTube and TikTok and on both of them were Tech News Zone, uh, T-E-C-H-N-E-W-S-Z-O-N-E-C-O-M without the dot. Um, for some reason, the other one was already taken. So we, we did it that way. So on yeah. YouTube and TikTok, we're Tech News Zone Com. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but we do a lot of product reviews because we, we try to help education and like STEM events. So lately, we've been getting 3D printer filament uh, oh to review. So we'll, we're, we're review when they send us one, we'll review it or someone says filament, we'll talk about it on TikTok or YouTube. But yeah. sometimes we'll do other events. Like one of my sons, he's um, in teaching, so we got to go to iHeart Radio. So a couple of weeks ago as seat oh. filler. So we, we, we did some video of that as well. So we'll, or then cool. we'll go to like CES's press <laughs> or some educational autism events. So, so sometimes we'll cover them uh, and do videos from the events as well, so. Yeah, well, I, I definitely have a special place in my heart for autism because my daughter is in that industry where she helps uh, with, you know, with autistic children. So, you know, thank you for being here to kind of share and and really, you know, advocate for that because that's something that, you know, it, it's it's something that I think is is an interesting, you know, spectrum. And, and I think that there's some really wonderful people that are doing great work like you who help the community. So thank you for, for that. Um, let's talk, uh, let's see, what are the, some of the initiatives you set out for, for 2023 for the tech news zone? Do you have some things on the We've been trying to do uh, things in music and the arts. So um, like, Sometimes we'll get a few printers, we'll donate them to a cause, or yeah. if we ever do get sponsors or someone who wants us to beta test more products, the, the more products we have, the more we can give away. Um, and then we, we would like to do some STEM, and now that COVID is fading, we'd like to do some STEM yeah. like events, like with schools or high schools, or maybe um, help them coach a robotics team and give them equipment, maybe help them print stuff out. or uh, And if we can get the special needs folks involved as well, that would be good. One thing we, I did do with my daughter, um, she's, she's in theater improv, and her, hers is Oh. Girl Scout Gold Award, we did an inclusion thing for um, improvisational theater for autistic people as her Gold Award. Oh so she got her Girl Scout Gold Award. I helped to do that, that a few fantastic. years ago. But yeah, that, so we could yeah. do more inclusive things, with, you know, do a, a tech event or a robotics event, but have maybe wow. some of the higher functioning ones that kids or young people that can participate. Some of them mm -hmm. are not high, the lower functioning is kind of hard for them to participate, but if some are able to participate, that'd be good to get to do something with them as well. Like more things, now that COVID is fading, more in-person events, you know, maybe the Girl yeah. Scouts, maybe the Voice Scouts, autism yeah. groups. Because I get lots of 3D printers. Like, well, I could do an event and maybe give them one, or, you know, especially if we get other people wanting us to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, we get um, so we can do more events. Yeah. Well, and that's great that you're doing those events because that, that even creates more awareness. And we actually have another comment that came in uh, from Brenna Van Stone. Thank you, Brenna. Uh, love this. The Gold Award is such an amazing program. Congrats to her. So we have oh, someone that knows about that. So that's wonderful. Thank you, Brenna, for sharing. Um, it's on our YouTube. And, sorry. Oh, go ahead, David. It's on our YouTube as well. So there's a video of her of the event she did is on our YouTube. So I'll have to watch that. Yeah. And are you comfortable sharing your children's name? I mean, they sound like they're amazing kids well, they're and they're all grown, yeah. but they live at home so far. They're 26, 26 and 12, Adam, Aaron, and Rachel. Oh, 
Oh, very nice. And I bet you you're, you know, you do a lot of things together as a family and, and just really, it sounds like your whole family is very creative and artistic. Well, my daughter is because our red bubble, we have a red store to use health education and autism and all the art she's done. Uh, it's word based. I've done, like all the sarcastic, like, you know, shirts you make, there's a site where you, it's like Shopify. You can make shirts, you can make all different kind of things and then people can buy them. Yeah. And the money we're getting autism and fund the channel so oh that is fantastic. like maybe a month ago so yeah and it'll take off i'm sure <laughs> no doubt and you know when when we think about you know how we can help you david how can the veterans chamber help you oh exposure and if anybody you know if anybody needs people to do reviews or um or if they want to put with an event or fundraising or, or we don't have any sponsors like so if anybody's up to Anything like that uh, would be great. Oh, uh, well, exposure thank as well. You. you just tell people we exist. Yes, and here we are. We're giving you the exposure yes. that, you know, to create the awareness around autism and the different projects that you're doing. And we have just a, a about a minute left, David. I have some rapid right. fire questions for you. Are you okay with that? All right. Sure. <laughs> okay. So here you go. And just, you know, just one word answers, and I'm going to start. So you're ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Favorite color? Uh, blue and orange. Okay. Favorite ice cream? Rocky Road. Favorite movie? Um, Sound of Thunder. Sound of Thunder. And favorite sport? Mm, I'm a nerd, but I, I would say hockey because we have a hockey now. Oh, like cool. Night, so. Okay. And favorite morning routine? Oh. Besides sleep. Uh, hockey. Coffee. I, that's what I would say. <laughs> I get up All early because right, I, I get up early every day. So like six, five, like you? six o'clock in the morning. So yeah. Oh yeah. That is early. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up around that time too, sometimes earlier. Uh, so, well, David, we want to thank you for your service and, you know, being here today with us. We appreciate you being here. We want to remind our audience that we're here with David Berkowitz. Um, he is an Army uh, veteran, and uh, he also does some great work in the autistic world, and and uh, he's got a great uh, story. So stay with us, and we will see you later, David. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for being with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now we are going to have our next guest and let me introduce her. So we have Holly Jackson coming up and a bit about uh, Holly. So she is a holistic business coach, speaker, podcast host, author, and founder of Business Builder Throwdown. Her career spans from technology to communications, as well as organizational change, public relations, and content strategy. So I would like to welcome Holly Jackson. Hello, Hi, Holly. Hi, it's so great to be here. Yes, well, we're happy to have you here. And thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I just want to remind our audience to subscribe. Stay with us for the you know, next 15 minutes. Uh, we're live here streaming on multiple platforms. So just be sure to give us your comments. We love to hear any questions that you have. And Holly, I'm going to go back to you. So can you give us an idea on what led you to do the work that you're doing today? 
Absolutely. So I used to work in corporate America. I was an executive leader in technology and I faced like three or four layoffs and each layoff was coupled with a really big health challenge. So I noticed that pattern and realized that for me, it was just not the right fit and decided I wanted to start my own business. And ultimately my mission and vision is to give more access to holistic healing modalities to the public, Mm -hmm. including veterans, and Mm -hmm. just share with them that it's not just surgery or, you know, the the straightforward path to healing, that there are so many other remedies and options out there. And so I work mostly with folks in the health and wellness and holistic healing spaces to scale their business and have a bigger impact. Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about a few of those holistic, because I'm sure our audience would love to know, maybe, you know, two of the holistic um, solutions that you provide for or that you recommend to veterans for, you know, just for different, you know, different things that they're experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a holistic business perspective is totally different than holistic modalities, but in terms of really powerful holistic modalities that we're seeing out there that not everybody has heard about, things Mm -hmm. like acupuncture or dry needling can be incredibly therapeutic from not just an emotional perspective, but also releasing muscle tension or spasms in a particular area where you're having a lot of pain. Super therapeutic. I have personally had a 10 level spinal fusion and I work ongoing with, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm used to chronic pain. So I work with dry needling, acupuncture, Um, also just finding an amazing physical therapist. And sometimes they're not the PTs that are in network. I actually pay out of pocket cash and work with, by the way, shout out to Epic Physical Therapy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, Amazing physical therapists that clearly want to get you back to living the life that you dream of and not living in pain. And then a couple others, I guess, cryotherapy, sauna, infrared therapy have really great physical and emotional implications. Oh, thank you for mentioning those because, you know, there are a lot of people out there that I'm sure suffer with different, you know, different things that it's nice to know what those, you know, things are that they can do that are easy or, you know, they can do at home or like you mentioned, you know, even physical therapy, most definitely. Um, You know, as far as, let's see, I have a question and I'm curious because your business name, Business Builder Throwdown, how did you come up with that name. Yeah. So the business builder throwdown is a side venture. I have two other collaborators and partners in that Matt Rouse at hook SEO and D Scott Smith, who has his own private business and LLC. And essentially we wanted to do something unique during the pandemic to serve small business owners. Cause we felt mm-hmm. like a lot of people were being left behind and kind of fell between the cracks of financial aid. And so essentially the concept of the show is Matt takes one side of a business growth strategy and I take the opposite side. And Mm -hmm. we battle out to see who wins. And D. Scott Smith is our referee and he says, this is the strategy that should work for our audience first. Ultimately, don't tell anybody, the secret is that both strategies apply. And it's just what order you do those strategies in. And it's just a fun way to teach business owners and really anybody who wants to become more educated on marketing, business growth, PR, uh, all the things, social media, et cetera, on how to do those things in a fun way. Well, that's cool that you've partnered with other people and you've kind of, you know, expanded your business and you can work in those, you know, those areas. Um, I also read that you had a 
and, and this is kind of going back and I don't remember what year it was, but I know that you kind of went on a, an adventure and you came across something that was, you faced your fear. Yeah, this is everybody's favorite question when I come on for an interview, of course. Um, so no, no the, doubt. <laughs> the famous bear story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going through a difficult time. I was laid off. I was going through a divorce. I decided to go on a backpacking trip and uncover, yeah, uncover some yeah. of my fears and deal and face with my own mental chatter. And on the third day of that backpacking trip alone in the woods, um, I came to a really dense part of the forest and mm -hmm. you couldn't see around the corner. And as I glanced down, there were really large, fresh paw prints. And oh. as I kept walking, another set of fresh paw oh. prints. So as I turned the next corner on the trail, there was Mama Bear. And oh immediately, yeah, immediately she began charging towards me. And after my life flashed before my eyes, I knew oh that gosh. I was you're going to have to take action. And so yeah. this, Sweet you know, action. traditional bear awareness, you make yourself big, you make noise. None of that worked. So I took oh. a step forward and I, I charged her back, you know, like oh really, really God. loud. I'm not going to scream into the mic oh. to scare people, but <laughs> wow. I mean, really you were, you were at a point where it could be your life. So you would do whatever it took to, you know, to kind of stop that, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I had to do it twice. The first time didn't work. She continued kind of charging and closing the gap. And the second time it did work. And yeah. and now it's really interesting because I faced oh that gosh. fear. I remember when I'm stepping out on stage or I'm doing something that's out of my comfort zone. I'm like, you faced a bear in the woods. I, you yeah. can do that. You can do anything. <laughs> you can do that. You can do anything. Yeah. I think most of us would, you know, it, you panic, you know, when you come up against something like that. I, I had a story of being in the actually up in in uh, Yosemite, and we came across a pack of coyotes. And we were so close. And then we realized it. And we turned around and ran. And fortunately, they didn't come after us. But we were more scared of them than, you know, than they were of us. So or well, actually, they were more scared of us than we were of them, I think. Um, yeah. but it, but you know, any kind, anytime you come up in, you know, in the wild and, and those kind of things happen. I mean, when you afterwards, I mean, what were you feeling afterwards? <laughs> I think afterwards I felt a lot of adrenaline surging through my body and yeah. just relief and just, I don't know, just so much gratitude for being alive and yeah. like pinching myself. Like, wait, did that really, did that happen? Did I face a bear and charge a bear in the woods? So a lot of empowerment and gratitude and just inspiration to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet it just changes your perspective, you know, and it's almost like when something like that happens, like you said, you know, going on stage, pff, that's nothing, you know, or going on a radio show, pff, that's nothing compared to what you faced in, you know, in the woods. I mean, that that's a, a tremendous story and, and I'm sure it's an icebreaker. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually, it's interesting because I, we, I was sharing with you guys before we got on the show that I just, uh, released my TEDx video. And yes. Yeah. You're mentioning <laughs> so, that. Of yeah. course. And the premise is the bear story. I created my fear method because hmm. even though I face that bear, it's not like fear stops existing in my reality. I'm still human. And so hmm. the fear method talks about face it, embrace curiosity, advocate and reach out. And when you use that method, you can face any challenge and any fear head on, whether it's a bear, 
a layoff, a pandemic, or a new health diagnosis or chronic pain. And yeah. so it's a really great technique for this crazy time of the world that we're living in right now. Oh my gosh. And that just launched today. And, you know, most people are afraid to do a TEDx talk. I mean, they, they it's very nerve wracking and, you know, you have to, I mean, be on point that entire, I think it's 10 or 12 minutes now. <laughs> Right. Yes, uh, it how, is. How so ours, we had eight to 10 minutes and oh. I, I speak professionally. I will tell you to getting ready for a TEDx. I spent over 60 hours of content preparation, rehearsal yeah. practice, because it's very different when you have an interview like this or a keynote speech where you can just interact with the audience and take your time. Oh, TEDx, yeah. it's very much, you have it scripted. You have such little time to fit so much content into it and you have to be on point. Yep. <laughs> well, congratulations on that launching today. And people can find that on YouTube, right? On They can find it on YouTube and the TED site. And in fact, if you just search for Holly Jean Jackson TED Talk, you'll find it. Or just go directly to TED and type my name and it'll also be there. Oh. Yeah, well, we look forward to watching that. And I know we just have a few minutes left. I have a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you, Holly. Um, you talk about taking big action. And I'm curious, what does that mean for you, taking big action? Yeah, so for me, it's it's taking action that's aligned to where you want to go in your life, whether mm -hmm. it's business or personal. Stop backing yourself into a corner and taking action on the wrong things that aren't going to help you get to that goal. Instead of feeling paralyzed and letting fear immobilize you, even if it's a small step for somebody that might feel really big. So what is that big step that's going to help you get closer to living your dream life? My goal is to spread inspiration like a contagion. That's the name of my podcast and book, Inspiration Contagion. Yeah, and yeah. so why not take a big action today <laughs> that is investing in yourself, in your business and yeah. in your future? Oh, that's, that's so important. It really is. Well, thank you for sharing that. And then uh, as far as I know, you're a speaker. So in my company, we, you know, we work with speakers and, and CEOs and executives. In your opinion, what do you think is differentiates you from a lot of other speakers that speak on the same topic? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think the fact that I have worked across many industries in corporate America, plus worked with small business owners, Mm -hmm. and personally experienced a tremendous amount of chronic pain and challenge in my life that mm -hmm. most people my age have not experienced. That gives me a lot of empathy and sympathy and real world experience mm -hmm. that not every speaker out there has. Hmm. Very, Sorry, yeah. there's my puppy in the background. That's oh. Charleston. <laughs> oh, sweet. He's like, I have I'm to be part sweet. of the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, my dogs were scratching at the door earlier. So in my studio, so... Um, so we have just a couple of minutes left and what I wanted to ask you, Holly, so let's go through the rapid questions if we could. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you the same ones that, that I asked, uh, David. So are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Favorite color. Purple. Ooh, I love that. Uh, favorite <laughs> ice cream. Mint chocolate chip Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Ooh, even the, the location, right? <laughs> and favorite movie. Mm, it's a wonderful life. Oh, that's, that is a wonderful movie. Uh, favorite sport? Rock climbing. And your favorite morning routine? Meditation. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation is, is actually, that's really um, helpful. I think too, for people where it kind of, you know, put your, your mindset at ease. So 
Very good. Very good. Well, Holly, I want to thank you for being on the radio show today. Um, how can people reach you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at hollyjeanjackson.com. Also under the same name on LinkedIn and all the social media platforms or send me an email at holly at hollyjeanjackson.com. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show and, and we appreciate you being here and supporting our veterans and good luck with your TED talk and your book and your podcast. And uh, like you had mentioned, you know, people can reach out to you and we'll have that in the, in the show notes. So thanks again, Holly. And we want to thank our audience for being here today on the national veterans radio show network and stay tuned because we definitely have shows every Friday and we always have wonderful guests, heroes doing, just doing great things in their communities every single day. So we want to thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.